Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to The Ace, Alex Cardinal Entertainment Network, with your host, the crazy Alex Cardinal from Springfield, Massachusetts. You can expect the unexpected on The Ace Network. Now, on to today's show. You are listening to The Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. The Alex Cardinelli Show is a talk show that will talk about anything and everything from WWE wrestling to movie reviews to politics to even current news and events. You will get your entertainment and news sick. Alex Cardinelli promises to deliver a quality talk show that you will enjoy. Alex will share topics you want to hear with the young man's point of view. So what do you have to say? Do you, the listener, want a piece of the action? We'll get in on the action by calling into the talk show at 1-347-989-8142. Are you ready for a fun talk show? Then let's get on to Alex Cardinelli, who is live right now at Ace Network Studios. Take it away, Alex. Live right here, right now on the Ace Network, it's Saturday Night Live. live on this Saturday night for two action-packed hours with some comedy and entertainment with great segments such as Idiot of the Week, Saturday Night Spotlight, where we will discuss anything and everything you love. Now, let's get on to the fun. Saturday only comes once a week, so let's get live right now here on Saturday Night. Live from Springfield, Mass. in the A-Studio Network is your host, Alex Cardinelli. And live from Oregon is the man they call Jeff, a.k.a. Slashmaster1989, the awesome co-host. Let's get it, boys! Enjoy it. So, welcome 
for the first time ever to the one and the only Sunday night main event on Alice Cardinelli Entertainment Network because next week we're going right back to Saturday night main event because I was sick this Saturday, so I had to reschedule today's show to play live right here on Sunday. But we're here on Sunday night main event, and we're ready for some fun. So without further ado, I'd like to bring on my wonderful co-host, who happens to be my best friend. So let's welcome Big Jeff to Ace Network. How are you doing today, sir? I'm glad to have you on Ace Network's Sunday night main event. I'm doing good. How are you doing tonight, Alex? I'm doing great. I know you had a, a wonderful day today, so I'm pretty sure you're excited for this awesome show. Yep, it's always a wonderful day when you get new fish. Yeah, it's awesome. As a fish keeper, I can definitely uh, agree with you on that. I know you went to Portland today, so you were excited about going to the big city, right? Yeah. Nice. I was excited for this show because I knew me and you were going to do phenomenal tonight. Yeah, it's always fun. This is probably one of my favorite shows we do. Yeah, I feel the same. I think it's one of our, our best shows that we do. So, welcome everyone to... Sunday night main event. Now, any of our live listeners are welcome to call in at 1-347-989-8142 and join the chat. You guys can call in and have your own five minutes of fame, or you can call in and guess any of our movie clips that we play on tonight's show, or you can call in and have some fun with us here on Sunday night main event. Let's end your week on a positive note, so go ahead and call in. One three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Now, if you can't call in, then simply just use Twitter and tweet to at Alice Cardinelli one or tweet to at slash Aquariums, and we'll answer your tweets as well. So, uh, hopefully, you live listeners will enjoy this show again. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two, or on Twitter at Alice Cardinelli one or at slash Aquariums. Now, today's agenda is going to be a little bit different because for the first time ever in this series, we have a live guest coming on at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, and our guest for tonight is a good friend of mine, the host of the Dakota Network right here on Blog Talk Radio, Mr. Andrew Senskai, will be joining the show today at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. So before we have our guest, Jeff and I are going to have our 10 minutes of fame, and then I'm going to do a weekly WWE review, and then we'll have our movie trivia time, pranks of the week, idiots of the week, and then we'll have our guest and uh, Saturday Night Spotlight and Today in History. So as you guys heard, we've got an action-packed show coming your way tonight on the Ace Network. So I'm very excited to welcome Andrew Senskai to the show today at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. So we're ready to go ahead and get started with this phenomenal Sunday night main event. Well, it's time. It's time. It's 10 minutes of fame time. Your host, Alex and Jeff, will both have five minutes of fame right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live, right here on the Ace Network. What will Alex and Jeff have to say for the next 10 minutes here on Saturday Night Live? Let's find out, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, 
Okay, so for the very first time ever in my five minutes of fame, I'm actually going to be doing today's five minutes of fame live because usually I record my five minutes of fame, but today I'm doing it live because I did not I did not know what to talk about until the show started. So I've got three things that I want to mention for my five minutes of fame. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. First, I want all my listeners to be thankful for everything you have in this world. Now, I saw a TV program today that showed people starving in Africa and people starving all over the world. And we here in the United States of America and even in Canada, we're fortunate to have plenty of food. We don't know what it feels like to be starving. We don't know how it feels to be very thirsty, and we don't know how it feels to go without food or go without clothing or go without all our necessities in life. Now, I know you may want something, and you probably can't get it because you can't afford it, but just be thankful for what you have and be thankful that you are not uh, the person, like, for example, in Africa who has to uh, struggle to find food or find water or find clothes. A lot of these people in Africa die because they can't find food. So be thankful for everything you have because you may one day become poor and not be able to have all the things you have now. So be thankful for everything you have. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is think positive. I know a lot of people, when they go into tests or they go into something important in their life, they always think negative. They always say, I'm going to fail or I'm going to do bad or I'm not going to get the job, whatever it may be. But I'm here to tell you the answer to that is to think positive. Always think positive because if you go into something thinking you're going to do bad, chances are you're going to do bad because you jinxed yourself. So next time you have a major test or a job application or a job interview or anything of significance, always think positive. That way you'll get the result you're looking for. Now, every time I have thought positive, nine times out of ten, I always got what I wanted out of it. So I know sometimes it can be hard to think positive, but trust me, it's a lot easier thinking positive than thinking negative. And I actually think more people need to be positive in this world than negative in this world. We have a lot of negativity in this world. It's my goal to try to make everyone be positive. I know it's a very hard goal to reach because not everyone is going to listen to good old Alex Cardinelli. But hopefully my listeners, when they have an upcoming problem or an upcoming test or anything of that nature, I want you, my listeners, to think positive. And finally... My last thing for this week's Five Minutes of Fame, I really think all of my listeners should do something nice for someone. It is very nice to do something nice for someone because it makes them feel good. But more importantly, it makes you feel better on the inside. If someone has done something for you, for example, if someone bought you something or someone has helped you with something, you should return a favor and do something nice for them. For example, a lot of people have helped me over the years on radio, and I make sure to help them back by giving them a commercial or letting them plug their radio show or their uh, website, whatever they have on my radio show, or I help them out in some other way. It's always nice to help back and give something back to people when they help you out. So even if they don't, 
give anything to you. It's always nice to do something for someone. For example, if you go to the grocery store and you see a nice elderly woman who is cashing out and her bill comes out a little short than what she has. For example, her bill comes to like fifty oh five, fifty dollars and five cents, and she only has like forty dollars on her. If you have the money, it'd be nice for you to pitch in a ten dollars extra to make sure she gets her groceries. Because let's face it. The elderly people are very nice, and it's always nice to help an elderly person because it makes you feel good on the inside and such a respectful thing to do. So always do at least something for others. That way you'll feel good on the inside, and people will actually have more respect for you if you do that. So that is this week's Five Minutes of Fame for me personally, and I hope you guys enjoyed my Five Minutes of uh, Fame. So, Jeff, what do you think of that, and what do you have for our Five Minutes of Fame for yourself? Well, you did an awesome job, and I think I'm just going to talk about how I found the show and got onto the podcast and everything. So when okay, I was sounds first, great, sir. When I first discovered the Alex Cardinelli shows, I was on YouTube looking at Tropical Fish, and I seen his Oscar gizmo, and then it clicked into my head right there, I'm an Oscar lover. So then I got two Oscars and started listening to the Aquatic Wetline, then became a guest on the Aquatic Wetline. And actually, I was a fan of the Aquatic Wetline, the Alex Cardinelli cooking show, and the Alex Cardinelli talk show before it was even a network, right, Alex? Yes, you were. You were a very loyal fan, and I'm always appreciative of that. I'm glad that you were such a loyal listener, and now you're a wonderful, loyal co-host of mine. I'm very honored to have you here. I enjoy working with you. You're a great, great man, and you definitely have improved. Yeah, and it, see, it just when I first discovered the shows, it just started out. I joined the chat, and I just chat, chat one day, and maybe two or three weeks later, Alex invited me to come on the show, so I came on the Aquatic Wetline, and I was hooked, and then I came on the Alex Cardinelli talk show, and since then, I've just been addicted to the podcast. Yeah, you do a fantastic job on our podcast. My listeners love having you as a co-host here on Ace Network, and i got to say, you're probably one of the best co-hosts I've ever had. I enjoy having you as a co-host. You're an awesome guy as a co-host. Well, thank you, and like, it's nice to see the Alex grew his thing from just having three separate shows until now he has a network with a lot of great listeners and great topics and everything like that. Yeah, I'm actually happy that I have a network. I have to give a good assist to my friend, uh, Crayfish King James Jones, because he was the one that suggested to me that I get a network. And I want to say thank you, James, for coming up with the idea for the Ace Network, because without you, the Ace Network wouldn't be here today. So thank you, James, for that. Yeah, so my five minutes of fame might not have been five minutes, but like what I'm saying, I'm proud of Alex for starting his network and having a great show and doing as good as he is, having all of his sponsors and everything. Awesome. Thank you very much for those kind words, uh, Jeff. And that was a wonderful five minutes of fame. I don't believe mine was five minutes here, so it doesn't matter. No one's keeping no one's keeping count, I don't think. Okay. But our listeners are welcomed to go up, go ahead and call in and have your own five minutes of fame. Listeners, if you want to share something, it could be anything, rated R or PG-13, because this is a rated R show today. Go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142, and you may have your own five minutes of fame. That's right. Our listeners can have their own five minutes of fame 
simply by calling in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Every Saturday night main event, our listeners are going to have the opportunity to have their own five minutes of fame, and hopefully we'll have someone call in during the show. That's again one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So that was an awesome five minutes of fame for this. It's showtime. Live right here, right now on the Saturday Night Live. Your host, WWE fans, Alex and Jeff, are going to recap WWE Monday Night Raw and WWE Thursday Night Smackdown right here, right now on Saturday Night Live. So WWE fans... Get ready for some rustling. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and review WWE Monday Night Raw and WWE Thursday Night Smackdown from this week. Now, Raw and Smackdown are actually both taped in the United Kingdom, which is pretty cool because I actually always enjoy the Raw and SmackDowns that are broadcast from outside of the United States, but my personal favorite ones are when they are broadcast from the United Kingdom, and I actually got to watch both Raw and SmackDown this week, and they were awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, start reviewing Raw and SmackDown from this week. So Monday Night Raw starts out with John Cena doing his usual United States Championship Open Invitational, which Wade Barrett accepts. So the first match of the evening was Wade Barrett versus John Cena for the United States Championship, and John Cena would defeat Wade Barrett to kickstart Monday Night Raw and retain his U.S. title. But after the match, Lana comes out and says Cena mocked Rusev for waiting to invoke his rematch clause. Then Rusev runs in from behind. He punches Cena with a chain and knocks him out, and Lana says, waiting allowed them to negotiate. She says the authority allowed them to now have a rushing chain match at Extreme Rules. Then Rusev mocks Cena and taunts the crowd with Cena's title. So at Extreme Rules... It'll be John Cena versus Rusev for the U.S. title in a Russian chain match. Then we had the Divas Battle Royal, which Paige would go on to win, but it was later on announced that Paige was injured during this match. And I think that Divas Battle Royal was actually a pretty good match for Divas. And then we had... um, the Lucha Dragons taking on the Ascension in tag team match with the Lucha Dragons defeating the Ascension. And Roman Reigns comes out for an interview with Booker T, and Reigns says he's still feeling the effects from WrestleMania. He says he did what he said he'd do, and he changed Brock Lesnar and made him bleed. Reigns says, bottom line, he didn't win because Seth Rollins capitalized on his moment 
but he's beaten Rollins before. He says he will take his moment back and become WWE champion, but Booker T says he might not. He might have that chance if not for Big Show. Reigns says he wishes he could give Show credit, but lately he's been Rollins' bitch, which gets a cheer from the crowd. Show cuts in on the Titron and said, and he says all Reigns is doing is deflecting the heat because Reigns lost at WrestleMania and he won his match. Show calls Reigns wasted potential, and he says he will knock Reigns down anytime he wants, but Reigns mocks him for being backstage. Reigns says he's a guy who likes to fight, but Show is either lazy or doesn't have the balls to face him now, but he has a message. Reigns says they are even for all the times he's hit Show, but if Show gets involved again, he's going to knock his ass into retirement. Reigns goes to leave and pulls us for the crowd, but Big Show walks on and attacks him, whipping him into the car on stage before chokeslamming him on the roof. And I gotta say, that probably was the best segment of Monday Night Raw from this week. And then we had Randy Orton versus Cesaro. Orton gets the early advantage and looks to put away put it away, but Tyson interferes and the ref rings the bell. Kane walks out and makes it a handicap match, so then we got Randy Orton versus Tyson Kidd Cesaro, with Randy Orton defeating Tyson Kidd. Seth Rollins says he's not facing Dolph Ziggler tonight, and he just wants to fight someone who will have his interest in focus. Rollins says he wants to fight Jamie Noble, but then they bicker about who screwed up again. Kane says Rollins will do what he's told in fairness, but... Rollins says he's getting an appointment, uh, opponent that he can easily beat. Rollins says it's best for business, then implies Kane needs to fall in line and do what he's told, and says he will go over his head to Triple H if he has to. And then we had Dean Ambrose versus Adam Rose, with, of course, Dean Ambrose going over Adam Rose for the victory. We had Fandango versus Stardust, and Fandango... It's actually back to being a face after this match. Stardust would defeat Fandango. But Fandango says he knows what's wrong, and he's been sharing his gift to dance with Rosa when he should share it with the fans. He stands on the commentary table and asks for his original music. Then they play his original theme, and the crowd pops and dances along. So therefore, um, Fandango is a face for the first time ever. That's pretty cool. Now... Then we have Seth Rollins versus Kane. Now, Kane would eventually do a choke slam, but still would lay down for Seth Rollins to pin him. And Seth Rollins won, which would give Seth Rollins a right to pick a stipulation for his WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. Extreme rules against Randy Orton. Now, since Randy Orton won earlier in the night, he's able to pick a stipulation as well for Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Then we had Damian Mizdell versus The Miz, with Damian Mizdell picking up a victory. Ryback versus Lord Copper, with Ryback winning by disqualification, because Harper used a steel folding chair. We had Dolph Ziggler versus Neville, with Dolph Ziggler winning. In a good match, that was a perfect match. And uh, Sheamus ran out and hit a bro kick on both Dolph Ziggler and Neville. And finally, in the main event, um, we had the contract signing for both Seth Rollins and Randy Orton. Well, actually, not really a contract signing because both Seth Rollins and Randy Orton, all they did was announce their stipulations. 
So Seth Rollins comes out and says he has a great stipulation for his match at Extreme Rules. So he wants to tell Randy Orton to his face, Orton to the ring. And Rollins says he is taking away Orton's greatest weapon, and that is that the RKO is banned from the match. Orton doesn't really react much, and he says he was thinking along the same lines, and he wants to take away the authority from Rollins. He says no one will be able to help Rollins in the steel cage, but Rollins says he's not scared, and Orton is going to be his first victim. So there you have it, Extreme Rules, Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins inside a steel cage, and Randy Orton is banned from using the RKO. If he hits the RKO, he is disqualified. And uh, Orton would attack Rollins, but as usual, Rollins escapes, and Orton hits a couple RKOs on Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury. And that is how Monday Night Raw ended this week. A pretty good Raw, not an awesome Raw, but not a not a bad Raw either. It was a pretty okay Raw. I'd give it a B plus in uh, my opinion. So, Jeff, were you able to watch Raw this week? I watched the beginning, and I agree with you. I think it's awesome that Cena's doing the open matches like that. Yeah, I definitely agree. What do you think of the Orton and uh, Seth Rollins match at Extreme Rules? That's going to be awesome. I really didn't get to catch it, though, but I'll definitely be able to catch Extreme Rules. I've been kind of busy lately, but I did catch the John Cena part, and then I did catch the choke slam and slam into the car, which that was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I definitely, definitely enjoyed that. So that was WWE Monday Night Raw from this week. So let's go ahead and recap WWE Thursday Night SmackDown. So John Cena comes out and talks about his match with Rusev at Extreme Rules to kickstart SmackDown, but he says it might not involve him. He says they know the rules and it's time for the U.S. Open Challenge, which is answered by Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Kidd ends up telling Cena... They don't want the challenge because that's for Rusev, but they want to lay some facts on him. They mock him and say Cena should retire, but Cena tells one of them to step up and fight him right now. Daniel Bryan cuts him off and says Cesaro and Kidd aren't the best champions in WWE, but if they want to prove themselves, they can do it against himself and Cena tonight in the main event of SmackDown. And for the first time since WrestleMania 31, we saw Bray Wyatt in action on SmackDown. Bray Wyatt versus R-Truth, with Bray Wyatt picking up the victory over R-Truth in a squash victory for Bray Wyatt. And then we had The Miz versus Bad News Barrett with Bad News Barrett picking up the victory. And that was actually a a pretty good match, in my opinion. I enjoyed that match. And then we had Sheamus versus Adrian Neville, which was a pretty good match. And uh, Neville would win by disqualification. And it turns out that uh, Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler is announced for Extreme Rules. And actually a very cool match. This is the first time I've ever heard a match of this type. It's going to be Sheamus versus Ziggler going to kiss my arse match, which is uh, pretty cool. I can't wait to see that match at Extreme Rules, because I want to see who kisses 
who's ours first, uh, the mayonnaise ours of Sheamus or Dolph Ziggler ours. So I'm not okay with that match, but that's kind of a weird match in my, in my opinion. Then we had Los Monitores versus the New Day with the New Day winning. And then we had Natalia versus Alicia Fox versus Cameron with Natalia winning. We had Fandango versus Adam Rose again. But I think Fandango won that match. Yep, Fandango was the victory in that one. And then our main event, we had Daniel Bryan and John Cena versus Tyson Kidd. And Cesaro with Daniel Bryan and John Cena winning that match to end SmackDown. So that was SmackDown from this week. I saw most of SmackDown, but I was not able to watch the main event. But I heard it was a wonderful main event. So, uh, Jeff, were you able to watch SmackDown this week? No, this week I hate. I missed it, unfortunately. Yeah, I generally it sounded don't watch pretty SmackDown. Awesome. It sounded pretty awesome. Yeah. You did a great job describing what happened in the matches. Thank you. Yeah, I generally don't watch SmackDown because I, I like Raw better, but since SmackDown was in the United Kingdom, I figured I'd give it a watch, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah. All right, so that was our WWE review for... This week, and now it's time for one of our fun segments of Sunday Night Main Event, a.k.a. Saturday Night Main Event. This is one of my personal favorites, so here we go. time right here right now on Saturday Night Live. You the movie fans and you the live listeners can call in at 1-347-989-8142 or post your guests live in the live chat room. So come on listeners, let us know what movies you're playing right here right now on Saturday Night Live. 1-347-989-8142. Light camera action. I'll be back. Okay, so anyone listening live to the show can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to go ahead and guess what movies we're playing on tonight's show. Or if you can't call in, simply just tweet what movie we're playing to at Alice Cardinelli one or at Flash Aquariums on Twitter. So, live listeners, this is the time for you to interact with us and figure out what movies we're playing live on Sunday night main event. You can also post in the live chat room if you're in the chat room of today's show. So, uh, Jeff and listeners, are you ready to start guessing what movies I have chosen for you guys this week? All of these movies are awesome. 
and most of them are from this decade. One is from 2014, one is from 2000, I believe, one is from 2011, 2014, and 2009. So that's your only hints. And now I'm going to go ahead and play the first one for you guys to take a guess. The fuck? It's the same case. Do the same thing. Well, it's not exactly the same case because uh, one of us got laid last night. Schmidt? Shh. Don't wake up my dick. Flew in on the red eye, hasn't gotten a wink of sleep. Damn. We're talking missionary. We're talking missionary. We're talking when I'm on top and she's on her back. She's smart. She's an art major. She can't be that smart. She's the fucking art major. Come on. I will give you some dap, Schmidt. Give me Come some. Come on. Give me some. Damn, man. Give me some. Come on. Ugh. Maya. Hey. Hi. These are my parents. Oh, so this is the girl. <laughs> Hi, I'm Annie. I'm your new mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Hi. Hey, David. Nice to meet you. Well, uh, my parents are here, too. Maya, hurry up. Your mama done found the table she wants. How do you know this person? Dad, this is Doug, a guy that I'm dating. The fuck? I have. How's your classes going, Doug? He's here just in the neighborhood and... I have an idea. Why don't we all sit together? Would that be fun? Yes, thank you. No. It's crazy all these uh, students and parents, p- potential wit- witnesses. How did you two meet? Oh, I love meet cute stories. We met at a poetry slam, and then he stalked me back to my dorm room. Stalked her? Oh, that's so beautiful. Th- then what happened? And then we hung out and we watched a movie. Actually, we watched it a couple times. Yep. Bullshit. Waiter, can a black man do to get some water around here? Give the fucking guy some water. He's black. He's been through a lot. For the sake of your daughter, please keep it together. I'm going to need a motherfucking crate before I go crazy. Be right back. So, uh, where are you from originally? I'm straight out of Compton. But my husband's from Northridge. Come on, man. Hook me up. What the fuck y'all doing? Y'all rationing around here? Come on. Hook me up. Two little fucking string beans? Give me the goddamn string beans. I want some fucking devil eggs. I like fruit. Don't you like fruit? I like fruit. But this pork shit got to go. Shit was nasty. He's under a lot of pressure at work. What's up, man? Wanna go to the movies? Break your motherfucking eggs. Break your legs. What? How you doing, Mr. Nice Quinn? Get your fucking ass in. Captain, we have something really, really important to tell you about. Captain. Are you wearing Kevlar? Gentlemen, we're not going to sit here and pretend it's not a big-ass elephant in the room. What the fuck is going on? This is what the fuck is going on. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, 
That's another foot in your ass. Man, you literally, yo, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Schmitz fucked the captain's daughter. Schmitz fucked the captain's daughter. Schmitz fucked the captain's daughter. Shit. <laughs> you fucked Captain's daughter? Captain, what the fuck you bragged to him to his face? To his actual face, Captain, do you understand that? This thing's right here. You bragged to that face? You actually high five. Schmidt, for fucking your daughter. Holy shit. Oh my god, this is. It's really not that funny. I just want to say that it was bizarre not to share the fact that your daughter went to MC State. I think it's bizarre that I haven't cut your motherfucking nuts off. What if Captain gets to punch you in the face one time really, really, really hard? I got something way better than that. Okay, so what movie was that, guys? Uh, go ahead and call in and guess that or uh, tweet your answer to that or post them in the live chat room. So, Jeff, what do you think that movie was? 22 Jump Street. Yep, that was 22 Jump Street, one of my personal favorite movies of uh all time. I think 22 Jump Street was a lot better than 21 Jump Street, but yes, that's correct. That was 22 Jump Street, a personal favorite movie of mine. So let's go ahead and hear another movie clip. This is a classic movie from a classic character in this movie. That was my favorite part on the... Yeah, me too. That's why I played it on the show. I didn't know if you uh, watched 22 Jump Street or not. I thought it would be a challenge yeah. for you. My favorite part was the be like fruit <laughs> part. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> All right, here is the next movie clip. Well, you didn't answer my question. Are you happy? Of course I'm no happy. Look at me, I'm a big fat slob. I've got bigger titties than you do. I've got more chins than a Chinese phone book. I've not seen my willy in two years, which is long enough to declare legally dead. I can't stop eating. I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. If you'll excuse me, there's someone I have to get in touch with and forgive. Sorry, I farted. It's a long road ahead. So you guys have any idea what movie that's from? Yep. You want me to answer? Yeah, go ahead. It's from Austin Powers, It's Fat Bastard. Yep, that's correct, Austin, Austin Powers, and that indeed is uh, Fat Bastard, one of my personal favorite characters from that movie. He's one of my favorites. Let's hope you get tricky. I know, we got the, the, the next two you might not know, so hopefully I'll give you a trick one. But here is the, the next one, another favorite one of mine, one of my favorite movies. You my high priestess of the light. No, no. 
Is that his call? That's what you. No, don't go! You got Motown Opoly. Let's play. Yeah. I got a better game than that. Right hand blue. Are you scared? Is it blue or blue? Right hand blue. Yeah. Come to Papa. That's hand green. Oh, well, looks like we all out of green. Game over. No, no, no. I got you, green. Ah! Okay. Go ahead and reach for the stars, baby. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Do you have any idea what that one is? Um... I'm trying to think. I know it, but I can't. The name's not popping into my head. <laughs> oh crap! It's a pop. It's a popular movie. Hold on, give me one more second. I'm trying to think, what okay. could it be? I know the name, it's just not popping into my hand. <laughs> you want a hint? Sure. Okay, it's, it has uh, Martin Lawrence in it. And this is the newest one. I'm trying to think. I know oh, I know the name. It's just not popping into my head. <laughs> Give me one more second. I'm thinking. I, it's, it's coming to me right now. I know. Okay. It either... Oh, crap, I can't think. <laughs> was, was it Bad Boys 2? I don't know, I'm guessing. No, it's actually Big Mama's House, like Father, Like Son, a brand new one from 2011. Oh. Yeah, I just guessed. I didn't <laughs> know that. Yeah, that that was the scene where she was actually uh, trying to avoid that man in, the, in the, that game that they were playing. Yeah, you got me on that <laughs> one. Yep, I might get you on this one too because this is a 2014 movie that I've only seen once. So hopefully I'll be able to get you on this one too. I need your badge. What's that? You mean my name tag? Yes, exactly. I need your badge. I need your badge back. It's not a badge. It's a name tag, and you made me buy it with my own money. That's company policy. I need it back. Well, I need you to stop sweating through your shirts and grossing everybody out. It is hot, and when it's hot, people sweat. How it is. Tammy, you have already been fired. I have already terminated your employment. You are at least 40 seconds fired, so please exit the Topper Jacks. Fine. You know what? Tammy, I got it here. It's your middle finger. Nope. Pooh. Read between the lines. I knew that you were going to do it, Tammy, so it's not as good. I get it, Tammy. Pooh, you get that? 
What is that? Little version of this. You know what? You are no longer an employee of Popper Jack. Oh. Enjoy the special sauce. Those buns are all still... <laughs> you have any idea which one that is? Yeah, that one was easy. That's Tammy. My favorite part's when they're in yep. the car with the bags on their head. Yeah, that's a good movie. I just watched that today, so I figured I'd play that on the show. It's actually a good movie for people that wrote bad reviews on it. I think it's an awesome movie. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. And the last one is actually not a movie, but it's actually a TV series that features one of my personal favorites, Larry David. So hopefully one of our listeners or my co-host, Jeff, can guess what this particular segment comes from in the series. So here it is. Guys, go ahead and guess what this segment is from. It's like a six-minute segment. Hey, I wanted to uh, tell you, you know, I we have a mutual acquaintance. I know Jeff. You know Jeff? I do, yeah, yeah. We actually dated a little bit. Really? Yeah, not too long. But uh, Wow. Did yeah. you, you have a good time with him? Well, until things got, you know, intimate. It was fun. You know, he was... He's yeah. kind of a slam bam, thank you, ma'am kind of guy, right? <laughs> no, not really no? at all. No, oh. no slamming, no bamming, oh. no thanking the ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> he was a little, it was short-lived was the problem. He was like that. I mean, it was dark, but honest to God, it was like that. What, are you kidding? Uh, no, I'm not kidding. Jeff? Yeah, very small, very small. Like a peanut, that little. Uh, this is very, you know, way, way too much information here. Okay. I actually thought you would knew, would have known that. How can I, I know such a thing? I just would think that that's something that friends, men would talk no, about. No, nobody ever talks about that. Really? No. Sorry about that. I, I don't even know what to say to you, but uh, I'll, I'll see you around. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Didn't even tell you. What? Ran into somebody you went out with. Oh. She's Lewis's nurse. Lisa Thompson? Yeah, you had a little, uh, a little, thing, yeah, a little yeah. thing with her, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Didn't work out. Yeah. She told me you had, uh... What? No, no, no. Big vagina? Gigantic vagina. What? Biggest vagina known to man. Huge! You're kidding. Are you telling me the truth? It's gigantic. Gigantic. So why is she going around making this accusation? Because maybe she's afraid that you'll find out she has a big vagina. Why would she even do that? I don't even know. Nipping it in the bud. How dare she? I'll tell you what. I bet you there's a ton of guys out there who've been labeled with small penis. I bet you 50%. It's the vagina, isn't it? And it's the big vagina. Yeah. Think of it biologically. Why should there be as many big vaginas as there are small penises? Right? These big vagina ladies are getting away with murder. Some should be done. I don't know what can be done, but some you should know, be done. They're a hell of a lot more discreet than they are, right? Oh, man. They, they can't just, do this enough, oh, can they? Oh, they love it. They love they it. love this thing. Well, you know what? This is me from now on. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome oh. back. You know, I spoke to our mutual friend. Oh, good. Did you say hello for me? I did. Oh, great. I did Thank say you. hello, and good. I couldn't help but mention the the whole kind of small penis thing. <laughs> it came out. Oh, my gosh. Is he upset? Not at all. Not at all. No. Really? In fact, he had a completely different take on it than you. 
He said the problem didn't lie with his small penis, but rather with your big vagina. Is that what he did? Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think that one is from? It's Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 5, Episode 8. Yes, it is. You're a Curb Your Enthusiasm fan, right? Yeah. I am, too. I never knew that about you. I love uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. It's a funny show. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot more in common. now. I didn't know you liked Curb Your Enthusiasm. I do, too. Yeah, I used to watch Seinfeld, so I like that show. Yeah, Larry David's awesome. He's got a great series. Too bad, too bad it ended a couple of years ago because I'd love to see some new ones coming up. Yeah. All right, so that was uh, our movie trivia for today, and congratulations on being able to name the episode too. That was that was amazing, Jeff. Yeah, the funny thing is, I was just skimming through old episodes the other day and seeing it. Oh, that's why you—that's why you're able to, to name it. That's cool. <laughs> All right, so that was our movie trivia for this week. Next week we'll have some more wonderful movie clips to play here on the Saturday main event live exclusively on Ace Network. All right, so moving on down to our next segment here on Sunday night main event. I've got and an idea. this is probably one of my Huh? Oh, sorry, I'm coming a little late. I got a funny idea. Wait, what's that? Why don't I come up with the clips for next week, send them to you, and then you guess. Yeah, let's do that. That that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that way that way I can kind of be stumbled. <laughs> okay, sorry for interrupting you. No, no problem. So go ahead and do that, and I can't wait to, to guess what they are. Okay. All right, so we're now going to move on down to our next segment here on the Ace Network, which is one of my personal favorite segments. So let's have some uh, laughter at some stupidity of others. Dumbass. Dumbass, motherfucker. It's time to find out who the idiots of the week are for this week. It's the idiots of the week right here, right now on Saturday Night Live. If you are featured in this segment, then you are for sure a big dumbass. Well, we've got a couple of stupid idiots that I want to share with you guys here on Sunday night main event on East Network. So here's my first one. Cookie Monster arrested in Times Square for fondling 16-year-old girl's breasts. So I guess a New York Cookie Monster turned into a breast monster, so to speak. Now, if you were to ask this particular Cookie Monster what C stood for, he'd probably say cup size instead of cookies. That's the disturbing truth for 48-year-old Rafalio Perez. What the hell kind of name is Rafalio? <laughs> Who was recently busted for fondling a 16-year-old girl's breast while he was dressed up as the beloved Sesame Street character. The young woman was walking through Times Square on Sunday when she came face to fairy face with the pervy puppet who pulled the victim into a hug and forcibly touched her breast. 
Thankfully, Perez was arrested almost immediately and charged with second-degree harassment and forcibly touching in a minor injurious to a child under 17. Now, sadly, Mr. Monster isn't the first character to run into trouble with the law. In fact, city council members are trying to push through legislation that would require costume characters to apply for a $175 license and comply with fingerprinting. Somewhere right now, Big Bird is shaking his head in shame. How sickening and sad is that? How can a cookie monster go from loving cookies to becoming a breast monster and loving breast? And yes, this is a true story, unfortunately. So what do you think of that, Jeff? Okay, I guess we uh, we lost Jeff for a second here. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, tell you guys about our second idiot of the week. And this one is, woman hits guy on head with baseball bat because she does not want to date him. Dating is hard, but most of us know how to let someone we're not interested in down gently. Like with words instead of weapons. Apparently, 24-year-old Healy Fox of Oregon didn't get the memo on politely declining a relationship. According to the Marion County Sheriff's Office, Fox had been dating 26-year-old Samuel Campbell, an Alabama man she met online since 2013. Allegedly, the long-distant lovers agreed that he would move to Oregon and live with her. One problem, their first in-person meeting went terribly, terribly wrong. When Campbell arrived at Fox's home on Wednesday, she must not have liked what she saw, because instead of telling her new boyfriend that she wasn't interested, Fox allegedly asked him to close his eyes and then struck him in the head with a baseball bat, fracturing his skull and requiring him to get stitches. What a stupid way to tell someone you don't like them. Now, when questioned, Fox told cops that she decided to hurt Campbell because she did not want to be his girlfriend. So I guess that's the way women decline being someone's girlfriend now is by beating him in the head with a baseball bat. What a stupid broad this girl is. Now, Fox has been charged with first-degree assault, and once her mugshot circulates on the web, we think she's going to have a bit of trouble getting a date. So uh, my thoughts on this case is actually very idiotic, and it deserves its fame right here on Idiot of the Week on East Network. And my words earlier describe her very well. She's nothing more than a uh, broad in my opinion, she ain't going to be able to have a long-standing relationship, in my opinion, after this being publicized on the Internet media. So what are your thoughts on the two weeks of the week, uh, Jeff? Well, the first one just shocks me how many stupid people there are today. It just blows my mind. And then on the second one, that lady's crazy, and when she gets out, she could be a backup hitter for the Yankees. 
yeah, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. Yeah, she probably could. She could probably hit a home run since she's cracked this guy's skull. <laughs> yeah, but there's just some crazy people out there. You really can't trust nobody. Yeah, you must have been shocked in the first story because you were silent for a while. Yeah, lights out. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So that's our idiot I'd have a run uh, with her. Yeah, I'd be scared too, too. I'd probably get my uh, my head bashed in. <laughs> so, do you know any idiots this week, Jeff? Not off the top of my head. I know a couple, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> okay. So that was our Idiots of uh, the Week segment here on Ace Network. Well, coming up right now, it's one of my personal favorite segments on the Ace Network. Jeff, do you know what segment this is right now? Yep. What, Alex, what do you have in store for us this week on pranks? Oh, boy, this is the prank segment right here on Ace Network. My personal favorite segment. I love doing these. I've got some... Wonderful pranks for you guys right here live on East Network. I did most of these pranks, but a, a couple of my friends also did some as well. So here are um, our wonderful, wonderful pranks for this week. So here we go. I want to play these uh, pranks for you. Enjoy them, folks. Yep. Tony's. Ah, uh, yes. Hello, this is the Chinese buffet calling. Yep. Last time you come in, you eat way too much. Okay. You not allowed back anymore. Okay, no problem. I got your number from credit card info. Okay. This is not homeless shelter. This is restaurant. You eat all expensive food. You eat all the crab leg. Okay, you want me to pay for extra? You take so much food and not even eat all. I throw out full plates when I leave your table. Okay, you want me to pay extra? Yeah, just that. I tell him, you will not come back. Okay, uh, how you want me to pay? Okay, okay, okay. You no come back. You bend. Bend, Okay, I no come back ever again. Thank you. <laughs> You've just been pranked. Ah, uh, yes. Hello, this is the Chinese buffet calling. Last time you come in, you eat way too much. You not allowed back anymore. I got your number from credit card info. You bad customer, you start talking. This is not homeless shelter. This is restaurant. You eat all expensive food. You eat all the crab leg. Did you call me again? Did you call me, huh? Hello? Hello? I can't hear nothing. You pulling my leg or what? I don't know. You take so much food and not even eat all. I throw out full plates when I leave your table. Yeah, 
Are you still there? Can I find out what map you? Hi. Yeah, map you. How are you? Yeah, good. How can This I... is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, how can I help you? I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. You son of a bitch. Fuck you, asshole. Put a sock in it. You want to fuck me? What the fuck did I do wrong? Uncle, don't smoke shot. You smoke weed? I'm sorry? You smoke weed? Who? So y'all don't smoke? I say Uncle don't smoke shop. Where'd you call? You know, I got some weed at work today. Y'all want to try it out? No, we know not Give me a, a box of condoms. Huh? This is all right. Who are you? I don't do drugs. Gotcha. Girlfriend asked me to give you a call to set up our. <laughs> well, me? you know. Pardon me. It's Carmen. I'm sorry. I, I thought she told you that I'd be calling you. I'm afraid I don't know Baby. Carmen. <laughs> you know you want this. Your girlfriend, when I met her last week, she said you guys talked about me. <laughs> she told me all the details. <laughs> Did you two I... want to meet at my place, or should I come over to yours? I don't know what you're talking about. What are you What are you selling or pr- producing or? Just to let you know, when I do this with other couples, I like to go over to their place. Well, that way, I feel like I'm the special guest I'm meant to be. You know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I I wouldn't have anyone that I don't know entering my house. She didn't tell you about our little arrangement. She Who thinks I'm sexy. She? I kind of think she's sexy too. <laughs> what is her name? <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello? Hello? Yes? I'm Barack Obama. How are you? Fine. How are you? You know Fine. Barack, don't you? Who? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. We wanted to to call up and, and answer it personally. Don't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to sharpen the question so that, because I, I think you're getting right at, at my point here. And your mother was begging Barack to stop. King Archon. You want to fuck me? I'm sorry? You want to fuck with me? I'm, I'm sorry? I think you called the wrong number. Fuck you, asshole. Yeah, you called the wrong number. What the fuck did I do wrong? So shut up! What the hell were you thinking? You son of a bitch. You're a fucking choir boy compared to me. A choir boy. You idiot. You bitch. Stop whining. Hello? Yeah, hello? What's up? 
Yeah, it's T-Bone. What's up? I just wanted to politely ask you to stay away from my girl. Who the fuck are you, dog? Man, look, I'm look, dog. you two around and I don't like it. You ain't been seeing me nothing, homie. I'm a married motherfucking man, homeboy. Yo, yo, I'm yo, the beast, kid. dog. Who the fuck you talking to, homie? Yo, I'm, I'm the beast. I'm the beast. Fuck what you talking about, dog. I don't even know you or your girl, dog. How I'm the beast. You better get your shit correct, homie. I'm saying. Fuck what you saying, dog. Get your shit correct, homeboy. You talking to the wrong fucking dude, homeboy. Alright, alright. We might have broken up right. six months ago, but she's still mine. Man, you got it? shut the fuck up, dog. Who are you talking about? What's her name? Just say on the phone. What's right her name, now, dog? I will stay away from T-Bone's girl. And then we cool. Man, fuck T-Bone, blood. Nigga, fuck you, nigga. Just I don't even know your girl, home. homeboy. What's what? wrong with you? What's wrong with you, nigga? Huh? <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Man, get the fuck out of here, dog. Hello? Hello, I'm calling from Big Girls Adult Entertainment. Hello? Hello? We'll just call in to confirm your appointment for tonight. The bachelor party, I believe. Are you there? I think you got the wrong number. I'm confirming your appointment. I don't have a fucking appointment. I have your name, phone number, and street address right here. Hello? Are you there? Okay, so those are all of our pranks for this week. I thought they were all pretty good, but uh, Jeff, which ones did you like the best? I like the one that he said to stay away from his girl, the T-Bone one. Yeah, that's actually one of my personal favorites. I actually think the Smoke Shop is one of my personal favorite ones, too. So I think the T-Bone one and the Smoke Shop are my favorites from this week. Yeah, I agree. I can't wait till next week to see what uh, pranks we have for you guys next week here on um, the Saturday Night Main Event on Ace Network. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take our first commercial break of the night, which is being sponsored by our fish-keeping friends, Hikari Sales USA, School of Fish, Inc., uh, Ichiban Tropical Fish, North Texas Holy Rock, and for all our crayfish lovers, DMV Aquatics, and our Facebook group, Freshwater Fish Freaks. We're also going to hear two songs during this commercial break. We're going to hear a song called Party Up In Here, which is one of my personal favorite songs, and then we're going to hear a song from the Bee Gees called Staying Alive. Coming up next here on Sunday night, main event on the Ace Network, we're going to have our very first live guest from the Dakota Network, Mr. Andrew Sensky, and we are also going to have a Saturday night spotlight where Jeff and I will talk about Facebook and Twitter, and if we have time, we'll talk about today's date in history. So we're back with more of Sunday night main event with our wonderful guests, and more next here on Sunday Night Main Event. Stick around, folks. Hikari offers a wide selection of aquatic diets to help you and your fishy friend find success. With more than 137 years of aquatic experience, Hikari was the originator of species-specific diets long before others thought it was important or trendy, and the first to bring unique products to fish keepers like algae wafers, 
the world's first diet specifically formulated for Picosinus. Micropellets, the world's first micro-coated aquatic diet for tropical fish. Saki Ikari, the world's first probiotic-enhanced diet for koi, goldfish, cichlid, and now turtles. And Biopure, the world's cleanest and most nutrition-packed frozen and freeze-dried foods, industry trendsetters when they were first introduced. When you're looking for the best aquatic diets your hard-earned money can buy for your aquatic pets, look no further than Ikari. Your fish and your wallet will be forever grateful. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best of livestock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. It's your band, Tropical Fish. is proud to partner with the Aquatic Wetline online radio. Ichiban Tropical Fish brings to you exotic and rare tropical fish shipped straight to your door. Stingrays, noise, peacock bass, arowanas, and much more. If you are into rare and exotic fish, we have the fish just for you. For more information, check out our website, itchabandtropical.com, and also check us out on Monster Fish Keepers, Itchabon Tropical Fish. North Texas Holy Rock, providing the world the finest holy rock, one rock at a time. Satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're looking for a small, single piece, or 200 pounds to set up your first MB Una tank. North Texas Holy Rock can provide you what you need. You will not find a company that offers the same level of customer service or an owner who truly enjoys setting up your tank as if it were his own. North Texas Holy Rock also offers all related aquarium supplies and accessories. Find us on the web at ntholyrocks.com. That's N-T-H. O-L-E-Y-R-O-C-K dot com. North Texas Holy Rock. DMV Aquatics is a proud sponsor of the Aquatic Wetline online radio show. After the show, stop by DMVAquatics.com where we offer top-of-the-line crayfish at rock-bottom prices. We also provide information and tools to help you become a crayfish king. Enjoy the rest of the show. DMV Aquatics is a proud sponsor of the Aquatic Wetline online radio show. After the show, stop by DMVAquatics.com where we offer top-of-the-line crayfish at rock-bottom prices. We also provide information and tools to help you become a crayfish king. Enjoy the rest of the show.
Hey, calling all you freshwater fish lovers. Are you on Facebook right now? I bet you are. Come check out the wonderful group called Freshwater Fish which has over 2,000 freshwater fish breeders. Whatever you see, community fish, monster fish, oddball fish, or even goldfish, all freshwater fish keepers are welcome. Open arms. You will not find another group with such wonderful freshwater bodies who share their love of the hunt. So type in that search bar on Facebook, Freshwater Fish Week, and click join to be part of this awesome freshwater fish group on Facebook. So, Freshwater Fish Week, are you waiting for Come check us out. Y'all gon' make me lose my 
You are now tuned back into the Alex Cardinelli Show, live with your host, Alex Cardinelli. We hope you enjoyed our nice music and commercial break and are ready for some fun discussion. What is Alex going to chat about now? Get involved with social media and tweet your thoughts on tonight's topic. Tweet to at Alex Cardinelli 1, capital A in Alex and C in Cardinelli. Now let's get back to the action. Here's Alex live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio in Springfield, Massachusetts. Okay, we're back here live on Sunday night. Main event here on the 8th Network, and we're having fun doing our Sunday night live for the first time ever because we were sick on Saturday. So before commercial break, we had our fun. We actually had our pranks, and we had our idiot of the week, and we had some fun movie time. Now we're going to have our first guest of the night on the Ace Network, and we're going to have our Saturday night spotlight. But first, I'd like to invite all of our live listeners to go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. Now, I've noticed that we have a comic in our chat room, and his name is Ba-Ba-Ba-Ba-Ba from the Ba-Ba-Ba-Backwoods, who likes to sleep with his sister. <laughs> what do you think of that, Jeff? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. We got a great comic in our uh, our chat room, so uh, I just thought I'd give him a little plug here on the uh, East Network, some funny jokes. And uh, we have some more fun coming up here on the East Network because right now we're going to have uh, Andrew Senskai from the Dakota Network as our guest here on Sunday night main event. And then we're also going to do our Saturday Night Spotlight, which in reality is going to be Sunday Night Spotlight today. We'll be talking about Facebook and Twitter, and if we have time, we'll do a quick Today in History. So we do got five minutes until our guest shows up, so if anyone has any questions, comments, or concerns, you can go ahead and call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So, uh, Jeff, do you have anything you'd like to say for the next five minutes? Oh, not right off the top of my head. How about you? I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to think of something. Maybe I'll come up with some kind of jokes or something. So this this joke is just a, a joke that I'm going to go ahead and uh, ask. It's not to offend anyone. It's just a joke. So, Jeff, the joke I'm going to ask is, why do black people like basketball? I don't know. Because they like to shoot, steal, and run. Oh my God! <laughs> it's true though. It's That's true bad. though. Just thinking about it. No, it's I'm not true, thinking it's about true, that. <laughs> it's okay, let's a joke. Change. My let's black just, friend loves that. Yeah, let's just let's talk about something different. Okay. All right. See, if, see if I have any other jokes that I like to share. That was probably one of my best jokes that I uh, ever came up with because even my black friends thought that was pretty funny, so I figured I'd share that on the East Network for you guys. Let's see what else is out there I can share. Hmm, I don't know. I'm not really a big jokester. That was probably one of the best jokes that I uh, ever had. How about you? I know you. I know you're very big into jokes. Well, I don't know any right off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm kind of coming off some top of my head too. I'm not good at. Uh, 
doing it live from the top of my head, but maybe I'll see if I can come up with a with another one. I'm trying to think here of a another one. Hmm, a good uh funny joke. Hopefully we can have someone at the comedian call in and share one with us. That's one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two. So I guess in the meantime we'll change subjects from jokes and go into a more serious topic. So uh, what is it like living in Oregon? I know it's a very, very small uh, state, right? Yeah, pretty small, but it sucks. Always raining where I'm at. Yeah, it's actually it's actually spring-like out here. We finally got our nice spring weather, and I'm very excited about that. Yeah, how's it? How's it like living in Massachusetts? It's okay in Mass. I mean, we have our uh, our winter, which is kind of devastating because we had a lot of snow this winter. It's freezing out here. Uh, and then we have our spring, which is kind of enjoyable. We get temperatures around 70 degrees, 80 degrees, sometimes even 65 degrees. And then our summers are usually pretty hot. We have uh, good summers, but then again, we have some pretty uh, intolerable summers as well, and then we've got some uh, awesome stores and stuff. So Massachusetts is pretty cool. Read the comments. <laughs> Which one in the chat room? <laughs> yeah, the newest okay. one. Yeah, yeah, I see it now. Okay, so we have our very first live guest on the ACE Network. So I would go. I'd like to welcome our very first guest to... Saturday night, main event, even though technically it's Sunday night. So, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Dakota and Dakota Network, let's please welcome Mr. Andrew Sensky. Andrew, how are you doing today, sir? And welcome to the Ace Network on our very first episode of Sunday night main event. Well, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm glad to have you here. It's an honor of mine to have you a part of our show today. Well, it's an honor to be on the show. So How are you I'm doing, Andy? To my wonderful co-host, I'm uh, doing Jeff. pretty good. How about you, Jeff? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing great. Oh, that's good. That's good. Awesome. So I'm very happy to have you a part of our, our show tonight. So I know you're very big into uh, reptiles, and I want to talk reptiles for a few minutes here on the Yeast Network. So what got you into reptiles, and why did you like them so much? Well, ever since I was a little kid, you know, I... Uh, I went to the zoos and stuff and the pet stores. My first thing was going to a pet store, and then I saw one in a cage, a snake in a, in a in a aquarium, and that's all it took for me. And then ever since, I've been hooked. Then, ever, you know, I used to go out and catch them, and then once I was able to uh, purchase one, <clears throat> that's what I did, and I've been going ever since, more than 30 years, so... Awesome, and I got a question for you, Andy. Sure. I I know you're big into reptiles, so is there any reptiles that you really want to keep that you don't have right now? Uh, An eastern indigo is my dream snake. Absolute dream snake. That's what I want. Yeah. But you got to get a permit for them. I'm not quite sure what that is. Is it? It's a North American. It's a big black snake. It's from North America here. Uh, it's the largest uh, snake in North America. It grows to be the largest snake in North America. Uh, they're on the endangered species list, but you can own them if you get permits for it. And uh, they come out and check your facility out and stuff. So that's my dream. I would love to get one of those. Yeah, I bet it has a hefty price tag. 
Yeah, I think the last time I checked, I think I seen them for like a thousand dollars. Oh man! But that ain't bad. You get some ball pythons out there, go for tens of thousands of dollars, and um, you know, not that long ago, uh, uh, Chad Brown uh, from give me a sec, prehistoric, not from prehistoric pets, but from. Uh, um, a pet store in Colorado, he paid $100,000 for some snakes. I mean, it can get up there. So Brian Barcheck also has paid top dollar for some reptiles, you know, up there in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm scared of snakes. If I see a gardener snake, I'm running for the hill. <laughs> There's nothing to worry about. They, they're more scared of you than you are of them, trust me. When you see yeah, a I snake think- and they're, they're trying to take off fast, it's because they're trying to get away from you. Yeah, I think the biggest snake we have in my area where I live is like the bull snake. Yeah, that's one of the larger ones in Oregon, right? That's what you said? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess there could be rattlesnakes towards the valley, but I've never personally seen one. Yeah, I believe there are some uh, uh, Pacific rattlesnakes maybe or something. I would have to really look into it to see which ones you have there. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, what are some reptiles that a beginner could keep if, if someone was interested in getting reptiles for the first time? What would you recommend for them? Well, it depends on what they're into. Now, if you're into lizards, I would say leopard geckos or crested geckos would be good. Um, and um, for snakes, your corn snakes, your uh, king snakes are about your best. They're usually mellow, don't bite as much. I mean, anything with a mouth to bite, just because it would bite you doesn't mean it would hurt you or anything, but... Uh, Anything with the mouth with the mouth can, can bite. So uh, I really uh, would recommend a corn snake or a king snake or a crested gecko or a leopard gecko. They're easy to maintain. They don't take a lot of um, maintenance, a lot of uh, requirements. Where you get into some of the other stuff that's good for people, take a lot of. There's a lot of maintenance involved and. You might not be ready for all the stuff that involves. So if you were to go purchase something, I recommend you go out and you look. Do a lot of research before you do it, before you do the purchase, so you know exactly what you're looking into and what you're getting so you don't get overwhelmed with something. Uh, you can go out and buy a baby uh, like Burmese python or reticulated python. It's only a foot long or two foot long, and then in a couple of years you got something that's 300 pounds. So you need to really do your research before you go purchase something like that. Yeah, that's very that's very important, and I definitely agree with you on that. It's almost as important as uh, researching in the aquarium hobby. I think researching is very important in the reptile hobby as well. Oh, yeah, because people go out and buy these... Uh, Common for customers, and then they get a couple years down the road, they're huge, and they're like, What do I do with this? <laughs> that's how we end up getting in trouble because they start releasing it, and that's how they end up banning certain animals and stuff. And it's uh, if you did your research before you purchased, you wouldn't run into that problem later on. Very true. So, uh, Jeff, do you have another question you'd like to ask? Yeah, so it's like, let's say, is breeding snakes a difficult thing or an easy thing? It, well, that depends on what snakes you have. Uh, every snake requires something a little different. 
North American snakes, are which which what I do, which are like your king snakes and stuff like that, are pretty easy. It's just you just follow the cycle as to when you know they breed in nature, and you got to match the temperatures up pretty good. During the winter, they go into a brumation, which is like a hibernation, but they're not totally asleep. And uh, when you pull them out, then you put them together and you feed them and really good and stuff. So it's not really hard. But when you get into uh, like some of your reticulated pythons and stuff, they get some of that gets just a. It's not hard, but if you don't know what you're doing, you won't be successful at doing it. Yeah, that's some awesome info there. Yeah, we should get you on the on the aquatic wetline to discuss reptiles. Did we have to do a show on reptiles on the aquatic wetline with us? Uh, someday I might be able to. Okay, yeah, that'll be awesome because I know you're the guy that you're the go the guy the guy to go to for uh, reptiles. I know you love discus too, but you're also excellent at reptiles. Yeah, I've been keeping them, you know, for over 30 years, so I ran a pet store for a while, so it wasn't a real, you know, it was something that I loved doing because I was able to keep the animals, and I had a little bit of everything, I guess, over the years. Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) Well, I know a lot of my listeners, and everyone that knows me knows that I'm Mr. Uh, Controversy, so I'm going to go ahead and ask a Controversial question for you, Andy, if you don't mind. Sure. Okay, so uh, what do you think of the recent actions down in South Carolina between 50-year-old African-American Walter Scott and police officer Michael Slodger? For those of you who have been living under a rock for the last few weeks, police officer Michael Slodger shot and killed Mr. Scott in North Charleston, South Carolina. Now Mr. Slodger is being charged with murder. So, what are your overall thoughts on this, Andrew? Well, I do think the officer went overboard. It was The gentleman was running from him. He really wasn't threatening him in any way. I, they may have had a scuffle before that that didn't get caught on videotape or whatever. You know, but he, like the officer said, there was a scuffle at first. But then, you know, he tried to make it look like uh, the gentleman was uh, doing something wrong because he went and picked up the taser off the ground and then dropped it next to him. Uh, I think the officer was wrong. I think that, uh, I also think the gentleman was wrong for running. I mean, I understand he had warrants out for his arrest and all, but, uh, I, if a police officer pulls me over, I'm doing exactly what they tell me to do. I don't care if I'm wanted for something or not. I'm not going to run because if you run, you're asking for trouble. So I'm not going to say it's totally the officer's fault, but I'm also not going to say it's totally the gentleman's fault because, uh, the gentleman should still be alive. I think the officer went way overboard by shooting him and killing him. And uh, I just, uh, these police officers, I don't know if they're not being trained properly or what's going through their head. I don't I don't understand it. But, uh, I mean, I have respect for police officers. I have family members that are police officers So in, in Philadelphia. So, you know, it's a big city. <laughs> and uh, they deal with a lot of stuff. And I, I think that, uh, I, I, I don't think he should have ran. But yet, I don't think the police officer should have shot him. I think there was other things he could do. Uh, if the gentleman got away from him, he could have called in more police officers to search the area and find the gentleman. They had his car. They had his license plate. They had his license. They knew who he was. It's not like he was really going to get away with anything. So, you know, I put blame, uh, I would say, 75 to 80% on the officer and, you know, like uh, 25 to 20% on the gentleman for running. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with you on there. I'm, a, I'm afraid to run from the cops because I'm, you never know what the cops can do to you if you run from them. So I, de- I definitely agree with you 100%. Well, I'm a I'm a fat guy, so I can't run anyway. So what the hell, you know? Yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm a fat guy, so I can't run. <laughs> so it would do me no good to try to run. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even run two miles. <laughs> uh. So then... So the that was next a good, that was a good answer. <laughs> so the next question I have for you might be a stupid one, but I've always wondered this. What is the most deadly snake in the world? Uh, I would say that would have to be a form of a sea snake of some one of the sea snakes. Their venom has to act so fast that the fish don't get away. You know how fast fish are, and if you bite it and it gets away, it, it's got to die instantly. But um, on land, I would say uh, a land snake would be the inland taipan. Uh, their one drop of their venom could kill like um, I, I forget it's like a thousand mice or something like that, maybe a hundred people. Pretty Holy pretty potent stuff. Dang. It's it's up there. I'm not going to quote that. I'm not going to quote that exactly, but I know that the inland taipans probably the land one. But you know, uh, the chances that you get running into an inland taipan are slim to none because they live way out in the deserts of Australia where people don't live. So. It's very rare that people even come across them, but if they do get bit, you need help pretty quick. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have no poisonous snakes in my area. Uh, I hate to correct you, but no snakes are poisonous. They're venomous. Oh, venomous, sorry. I, I'm not trying to give you a hard time, but reptile people get a little edgy about that because uh, a poison is something you eat, and a venom is something that is injected. Awesome. Yeah, I'm the farthest person from a reptile lover. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wonder how venom tastes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> People drink it. If you don't oh, have gross. a sore, well, if you don't, they say if you don't have a sore in your mouth, you can drink it. But I would never do it. There's people that inject themselves with uh, diluted down venom to get themselves immune to some of the snake bites and stuff like that. Because when they work with these animals, uh, I don't know if I would, but people like Bill Haas, who used to run the um, Serpentarium in Miami used to do that. Uh, he saved I don't know how many people's lives just from giving them a dread blood transfusion due to the fact that he had so much anti-venom. His body was like anti-venom after a while. Yeah. And he, uh, he lived to be well over 100. He lived to be like 101 or something like that. So, And he looked good for his age, so it might be doing something, but I wouldn't take the chance. Yeah, I've seen this crazy thing one time. I forget what show I was watching, but it's not reptiles. It's I'm not... It was a scorpion, and this guy was, like, smoking poisonous scorpion tails. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I forget what show it was on. It was weird. (laughs) (laughs) That was cool. Scorpions are pretty cool. I like those things. Yeah. But I don't like... (laughs) I'm kind of funny when it comes to uh, arachnids and insects and stuff. I'm... You know, I'll go into a cage with a big snake, but or even go catch a like a venomous snake, like a copperhead or something. But you throw a spider in front of me, I'm kind of going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I I know you'll be having your own network on uh, Block Talk Radio. I actually had the honor of listening to your first show last night. It was a wonderful show, by the way, with on snakes. So uh, if you're a reptile fan, go check out Dakota Network on Block Talk Radio. Many congratulations to you, Andy, for your wonderful network, Dakota Network. So if you don't mind, tell our listeners about your network, 
what types of show will you be having, and when, when will your show air? Uh, yeah, my shows are going to... Um, I have three shows on air right now. One is uh, Reptile Hour, or Herpetological Hour, I'm sorry, which was on yesterday. And then I have another show that's uh, called DEA Aquatics. And the DEA stands for David, Emma, and Andrew, which are my children. So it's about aquatics. It'll be anything aquatic. And then I'm also going to have a show called Paranormal Hour, where I talk to people about paranormal. I'm, tr- I'm right now. I got some guests lined up for uh, that are going to that are uh, paranormal investigators, and they're going to come on with some EVPs and stuff, and we're going to talk about those. Now, as for days, it's going to switch back and forth, so you guys will have to pay attention because I have to work around my wife's schedule. She works nights, so I got to work around her schedule. I can't interrupt her sleeping, otherwise, you know, I get in trouble. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's how it works. But I'm glad you yeah, enjoyed I'll, I'll my show yesterday. I'll be a full-time listener. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, yeah, thanks. I'm glad you enjoyed yeah. my show yesterday. Yeah, maybe one of these times me and Alex could come on the Dakota Network. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll have to work out a schedule with you guys to get you guys on. We'll talk hey. about... Uh, What's your interest? I'll get you on one of the shows that you're interested in, like reptiles, fish, or uh, or paranormal. Well, you got me intrigued with the paranormal thing because I watch all those shows and it's just, I really love that kind of stuff and that would be awesome. I can't wait. I'm going to listen to that show every time it's on. We got a couple people that lives down the street from me that are the paranormal investigators. Ah, see, maybe you can line up a guest spot with them to come on a show or something, huh? Yeah, I can talk to them. Another thing I like, I don't know if you do a show on it, but do you ever watch, like, the Bigfoot show? Yeah, cryptozoology. That's all going to be part of the of the, uh, of the paranormal hour, which is yeah, actually well, more than an hour. It just an hour sounds better instead of paranormal two hours or something, you know. So I go paranormal hour. But, yeah, uh, cryptozoology and everything like that will be on there also. Yeah, you've got me really intrigued. I'm so excited now. Awesome. That sounds uh, sounds wonderful. I can't wait to talk about that stuff, too. Maybe we can syndicate you here on the Ace Network one day. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, it'd be an honor of mine. I'll talk about that. I'll, I'll probably message you about that. So, uh, Jeff, do you have any more questions? Well, that was pretty much it, other than how many times have you been bit by reptile? Yeah. <laughs> uh I, I I do pretty good. I haven't been bitten a long time, so to count the exact amount, I don't I couldn't tell you. Yeah, we better stop talking about it so we don't jinx you. I've been bit, but uh, I get bit by everything. I worked in a pet store. I was bit by uh, birds, hamsters, uh, guinea pigs, rabbits. You name it, it's bit me. The only animals I've ever been bit by are a dog, a cat, and an Oscar. I I was even <laughs> bit by a horse. <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so uh, speaking of your pet store, what is it like to own a pet store and do you miss it? Well, I didn't actually own it. It was a, another gentleman owned it. I just ran it for him because he was uh, he got older and stuff. But uh, it was great. I loved every bit of it. And then when he died, they had to uh, close it down. His family didn't want nothing to do with it anymore. And it, it, I, I enjoyed every bit of, minute of it. If I could get a pet store to buy a pet store or own another one, or, or to own one, I should say, not another one, but own one, uh, that's what I would do. 
Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. I'd, I'd be interested in doing that. Probably cost a lot of money though. Well, he, it wasn't a very big story. And the way he talked, it was uh, even thirty years ago was over. It was a couple hundred thousand dollars to stock it with just stuff. So it, it can be pretty expensive, you know. Yeah, sounds like you had a lot of fun with it though. So that's good. Oh yeah, you have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, you learned a lot, and you teach, and you teach everything you learn on the radio show, so that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I want to thank yeah, you for your first excited second. about this paranormal thing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to listen to that show. I'm you know, yeah, in paranormal, too, so, so maybe me and Jeff can go on the paranormal I, I show always together. Do. Yeah, I always listen to Coast to Coast AM because there's some pretty bizarre stuff on there once in a while. Yeah, I like Coast to Coast, George Norrie, and I liked Art Bell before that. Uh, you ever, you what? ever remember that? You ever remember the caller J.C. Webster? Uh no, not right off the top of my head. I don't. Is that you? No, you got to look him up oh. on YouTube. That guy's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I. Uh, some of his shows are a little different for me, but when he does the paranormal stuff, I really like that. Yeah, me too. I can't wait for your first paranormal show. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm working one out for next week, so I got I'm talking to the people next week about what day is good for them. So I should have one up, and I'll let uh, everybody know. Yeah, let me know, and I'll make a plug on my YouTube channel for you. It'll be great. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for coming on tonight. You were awesome first guest for us. We had a pleasure talking with you. It was awesome. Uh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. I mean, I would have been on yesterday, but uh, I had another show scheduled at the same time, and I forgot about it, and I have to apologize about that. <laughs> no no problem. That show was awesome, by the way, so it worked out for the best. You had an awesome show, and you did an awesome interview tonight, so thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. I have a question for you guys. Uh, where do you guys sure. see yourself in... Uh, where do you guys see yourself in, like, let's say, 10 years from now with your fish hobby? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Maybe in 10 years from now I'll uh, be op- opening a fish store, hopefully, if I have enough money, or at least uh, selling some fish and making some more profit from it, hopefully. That's my point of view. Me, I think I will be still bagging groceries, cleaning up messes, and spending all my hard-earned money on food so my Oscars can eat better than I do. <laughs> Oscars. You guys and your Oscars, I got to laugh. <laughs> I don't mean I to got, laugh at you. And, I got you know, a new I, one today. Oh, did you see? Uh, I only give you guys a hard time about your Oscars because I think it's funny to give you a hard time about your Oscars. But if you like your Oscars and you're treating them well and got the proper size tank, more power to you. Yeah, you know. I have to say, discus rule, though. Yeah, you don't know how many messages yeah, I get. This, I get tons of messages telling me to leave my Oscars in the 60s and 80s. <laughs> That's the truth. They went back out in the 80s. They went out in the 80s, I think, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fun. <laughs> That's cool, though. Would yeah, you like to plug your YouTube channel before oh, you go? Sorry. Sure. Oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, first off, Alex, did you, uh, did you get your t- new tank that you were talking about? No, I haven't got it yet, but I'll actually be getting it this week. It's going to be a 125-gallon aquarium. I'm very excited ah, you for did, it. You did go for the big one. Yeah. That's cool. That's great. That's great. I'm happy. Yeah, my my, my YouTube is uh, 
Dakota Discus on uh, YouTube. That's all you have to look up. I don't have very many videos oh. out, but then I don't have very many followers yet. I got more followers on the radio stuff than I do on there, and I would like the people to do equal parts, but uh, I'd like to put out better content before, you know. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, Jeff, you got you awesome another question? Camp. Oh, no, I was just going to tell him another funny message I got one time was I showed my Oscars and someone sent me a message asking me if I have shag carpet. <laughs> Lava lamps, right? <laughs> <laughs> Beads instead of doors. Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. You, know, <sighs> you know, you go into the pet stores and there ain't as many Oscars as there used to be. You know. Yeah, it's it, all the it, guppies and mollies and libraries and discus and angels and that. Mo- mostly, I see. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of African cichlids, but I see that a lot of pet stores carry a lot of them. Well, if I were to do African cichlids, it would have to be either from Toja. They're about the best looking ones of them all. I like them. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you. So. Toja are the best. I have to thank you for having me on the show, though. It was great. I'm going to sit here and just listen, so thank you for having me on. Awesome. You're welcome, and we'll have you on again, and we'll do a live stream with you on our YouTube channel sometime soon, too. Oh, yeah. I like doing a live stream with you guys on YouTube. We were supposed to do one a couple of weeks ago, or like a week ago, but we never got around to it again. Yeah, we'll do it this time, this this week, this time. I was, I've been busy the last couple of weeks, but I have some free time this week, and we could do it sometime this week. Sure, that would be awesome. Jeff, All right, thanks well, for we having me on the night. show, too. Oh, yeah. Th- You're welcome. Thanks for chatting. I always like chatting with you. Out of everybody I ask questions to, you probably give me the most clear and best info. Well, that's the way I, you know, I always said that when I ran a pet store, too. Uh, if somebody comes in for a question, you have to give them the proper answers, because if you give them questions, if you answer their question with questions, they don't, you know, they don't know what they're getting into. So, it's the way yeah. to do it. Awesome. We well, have a good night, and thank you for being here. You did a great job. Thank you. Oh, one more thing, real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, Jeff, okay, go ahead. Uh, your, your heater... That was broken. Are your Oscars doing better now that you got took it yeah. out? Yeah, they don't freak out or nothing anymore. What happened was I took it out, and there's a little rubber grommet on the bottom of the heater. So i feeling around there, and I look in there, and you can see, like, a brown color in the bottom. So I took the rubber grommet off, and there it was. There's, a like, a chip out of the – a whole chip out of the bottom of the heater. Okay. I'm glad that was what the problem was. So, well, thank you. I'm just going to sit here and listen now, so. Okay, sounds good. Have a great rest of your night. You too. Okay. All right. That was awesome. That was our very first live guest on a Sunday night main event. That was awesome. So thank you, Andy, for being our first live guest. So we have seven minutes of live on air time. So if you're listening live and the show cuts off at 11 p.m. Eastern, that's because I've been given two hours of live on air time, and I think we're actually going to go into the recording. So you would have to um, listen to the archive episode to hear the rest of the show but we're going to move right along as if we're still live when we go into the recording anyway. So uh, that was our guest segment. And every Saturday we're going to have a guest on this wonderful series. So let's move on down to our next segment here. 
on the Saturday Night Live, or a.k.a. Sunday Night Live tonight, because we are broadcasting for this Sunday. So our next segment is called Saturday Night Spotlight, and this is one of my personal favorites. It's time for some Saturday Night Spotlight right here, right now on Saturday Night Live. Your host, Alex Cardinelli, and the man they call Jeff will be shining a spotlight on the things you, the listeners, love. We will be reviewing the products and the things you guys use, and we will offer our thoughts on these wonderful products. We will do food reviews, we will do YouTube channel reviews, we will do movie reviews, and much more. So who's ready for some Saturday Night Spotlight right here, right now, on Saturday Night Live? Alex and Jeff, let's get this spotlight started right now. On this week's Saturday Night Spotlight, Jeff and I are going to be discussing the top two popular social media websites, Facebook and Twitter. And I know a majority of our listeners have a Facebook and have a Twitter, or they have either a Facebook or a Twitter. Now, we all know Twitter and Facebook are very popular websites used by people of all ages. I love both Facebook and Twitter, and I use them both for personal and professional reasons, whether it's to advertise my show or to chat with my personal friends, such as Jeff and Andy or Andrew. And I really do enjoy Facebook and Twitter. So my question is to Jeff, my wonderful co-host, and the listeners, do you prefer Twitter or Facebook and why? Listeners, you can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two or tweet which one you prefer to at Alice Cardinelli one on Twitter or at slash aquariums on Twitter and tell us which one you prefer or comment in the comment section below today's show or in the chat room which one you prefer. So Jeff I'll start with you which you prefer Twitter or Facebook and why? I prefer Twitter. Just because I just like how it's set up and I like how you can share stuff on it. You can share stuff on Facebook too, but I just like the flow of Twitter a little better. Yeah, you you got a good point. Now I do want to bring up one thing you told me a, a while ago, and I definitely agree with you on this. And you said that uh, Twitter is drama free, but Facebook seems to have uh, a lot of drama. I've noticed that too. So I definitely agree with you on that point. You told me a while ago. So, Alex, which one do you prefer? Well, uh, that's a tough question because I do like both of them. But for me personally, I would have to go with Facebook because Facebook gives me an option of writing more than 140 characters because on Twitter you only have the option of using 140 words, text, or characters. And also on Facebook you can have uh, as many friends as you want and you have the option of doing live chat via Messenger, and there's also a video chat option on Facebook. And I also enjoy all the groups that are on Facebook, and I also enjoy all of the wonderful games and apps that are on Facebook. And I actually got a cool uh, Facebook app for my cell phone, and I actually uh, have a great app for my cell phone as well using Twitter, but I think the Facebook app is better for the mobile phone. Now, Dakota Network, Andy says he likes them both, 
but Facebook is great for advertising, and I have to agree with uh, Andy there. That is very, very true. So, Jeff, would you like to tell us the good about Twitter? Well, I think the good about Twitter is there is a little there is there could be drama, but not much that I've noticed. And you can share links to like your YouTube videos, your radio shows, stuff that's going on. You have direct message, which works great on cell phones and stuff. You can keep in touch with your friends, and honestly, less reading because you can only post 140 characters on Twitter. So, Alex, what is the good about Facebook? Well, Facebook is kind of similar in the sense of Twitter, but you can add friends. Instead of following people, you have the option of adding friends, which is kind of similar to following, but you have a little bit more options there. Of course, you've got a longer post. You can post as much as you want on Facebook. You have groups on Facebook where you can join. I know there's tons of freshwater fishkeeping groups, tons of saltwater groups, tons of reptile groups, and groups for every single hobby out there. If you're not an animal lover but you love to cook, you might love reading, you might love writing, you might love podcasting, there's groups for everyone out there. And then, of course, there's tons of apps on Facebook. I know there's a Blog Talk Radio app on Facebook, and there's apps for games like Candy Crush, which is very popular, and there's a lot of great apps on Facebook, and then you've got the live chat, video chat, and messenger on Facebook. Now, everyone seems to have a Facebook nowadays. Facebook's user base is an incredible resource. For example, when getting ready to come to Syracuse University, for example, during the summer before freshman year, it was no surprise that I found many people already on Facebook that lived at ST, or excuse me, at Syracuse Universal, and that was what I found on Facebook. Now, communication is made uh, found in the online during research on why people liked Facebook is because everyone seems to be there. Now, communication is made easier on Facebook. You don't have to make phone calls anymore. All you've got to do is log on to Facebook and chat with them or post on their wall. And there's tons of photos on Facebook. Everyone will post pictures of something that you might like, or everyone might already have um, pictures that you've been wanting to see. So that's what I really, really enjoy about Facebook. So the question is, will we ever see you on Facebook, Jeff? Uh, maybe, just so I can join like the fish groups and chat with you and Andy. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome for you because I've been trying to get you to join Facebook for for quite a while now, and you've been fighting me, but I think you'll enjoy Facebook. Put Just put your profile on private, that way people can't find you. I'm not worried about that. I just, I don't really spend a lot of time in front of my computer, so. Oh, yeah, I don't blame you. Anyways. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I actually like both Facebook and Twitter, and I think it's actually something that is uh, very cool. It's, I'm glad that the world now has Facebook and Twitter, because back in the day we had to use phones and write letters and such, so it's definitely changed. Technology has changed everything. I had a, I used to have MySpace, but that's like retro now. <laughs> yeah, I remember my I remember MySpace, uh, my MySpace that I had. It seems like so long ago now, doesn't it? It's not really yeah. that long though. <laughs> that's strange. So. uh Next week here, 
on Saturday Night Spotlight. We're going to do our very first ever food and beverage review. I have my couple of uh, food and beverages I'm going to review. How about you, Jeff? Yeah, I'll come up with supple. I'll go to some crazy market and get some of the craziest stuff you've ever heard. Awesome. That sounds uh, wonderful, and I can't wait to review some food and beverages right here. You know what I'm going to do? Saturday night main event. Well, it's time for our last segment of the show. I'm going to get it. And I reason this is... Oh, go ahead, sir. Sorry for interrupting. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm going to get some devil tears, some of the hottest pepper extract in the world, and try it on next week's show. <laughs> That'll be pretty cool. You know, hopefully you won't cry when you do that. Oh, I'm not worried about <laughs> it. It can't be as bad as people say it is. Yeah, you're probably right. I might eat a ghost pepper or something on air. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan of the spicy foods. I'm more of a sweet person. Not me. I like a good, really hot food. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Okay, so it's actually uh, time for our last segment of the show. And the reason this is our last segment of the show because it's probably one of the most boring segments of the show, but I think it's one of the one of my personal favorite things to learn about, and that is today's date in history. Today is Sunday, April 19th, 2015. It's time for some history right here on Saturday Night Live. It's history time. Alice and Jeff are going to take you back to this day in history, where we're going to tell you what happened exactly on this day. We're also going to tell you about whose birthday it is today. So, let's learn some history right here, right now, Saturday night. So, today is April 19th, 2015, and of course, it's Sunday. So, we're going to get right into the historical events of today. Now, on April 19th, 1802, the Spanish reopened the New Orleans port to American merchants. In 1861, United States President Abraham Lincoln ordered a blockade of Confederate ports. In 1892, the Durway gasoline buggy was introduced in the United States by Charles and Frank Durway. In 1897, the first annual Boston Marathon was held. It was the first of its type in the United States of America. And it's a reminder for anyone living in uh, Massachusetts, tomorrow is the Boston Marathon because tomorrow is Patriots Day. So anyone that does not live in Mass, there's something cool you guys just learned. Um, it's, it's actually a day where everyone actually goes and runs and has a little bit of fun. So I, I think it's pretty cool. Now, in 1933, U.S. President Franklin Roosevelt issued a, uh, a proclamation that removed the U.S. from the gold standard. In 1939, Connecticut approved a Bill of Rights for the U.S. Constitution after 148 years. years. 1951, General Douglas MacArthur gave his old soldier speech before the U.S. Congress. In the address, General MacArthur stated that old soldiers never die, they just fade away. In 1951, Shigigi Tanaka 
won the Boston Marathon. Tanaka had survived the atomic blast at Hiroshima, Japan, during World War II. And I apologize if I uh, mispronounced his name. Now, back in April 19, 1958, the San Francisco Giants and the LSA Dodgers played the first Major League Baseball game on the West Coast. Now we're going to go all the way down to 1975. India launched its first satellite with aid from the USSR. And in 1987, in Phoenix, Arizona, skydiver Gregory Robertson went into a 200-mile-per-hour free fall to save an unconscious colleague 3,500 feet from the ground. And finally, in 1995, the Alfred Murrah Federal Building in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, was destroyed by a bomb. It was the worst bombing of U.S. territory. 168 people were killed, including 19 children, and 500 were injured. Timothy McGive was found guilty of the bombing on June 2, 1997. Holy crap. That was, uh, that was about 20, 20-something years ago. And uh, I was actually only two years old back then, so time does fly by. So that is today in history. And happy birthday to everyone who is celebrating a birthday on today. So what are your thoughts on today in history, Jeff? That was awesome. I learned a couple things. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us tonight here on Saturday Night Live, a.k.a. Sunday Night Live for today. We're going to go ahead and take our final commercial break, which is being sponsored by Cheesecakes by Design, who wants to remind any of our listeners who are in need of a creamy, moist cheesecake for any of their needs, that they have the cheesecake just for you, Jambox, the Sightman Cancer Center, and all of our other great sponsors. And now we're going to hear two more songs during this commercial break called Only Want to Be With You and Free Falling. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up this fantastic show and end this wonderful week. So enjoy our final commercial break, folks. Are you looking for something creamy, moist, and decadent in your life? Do you have a sweet tooth? Well, cheesecakes are the answer for you. Cheesecake by Design offers you a wide variety of cheesecakes and some wonderful flavors. At Cheesecake by Design, you will find a flavor just for you. Whatever it be, a red velvet cheesecake, a strawberry cheesecake, or a cookies and cream cheesecake, we have tons of flavors to fit your needs. We ship fresh cheesecakes all over the United States straight to your door. So next time you're hosting a party, a family get-together, or a cookout, and you need dessert, order a delicious moist creamy cheesecake from Cheesecake by Design. Our cheesecakes are always homemade and made with the freshest possible ingredients. Check out our website and call 336-525-5120 with any questions or to place an order.
Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. The Seidman Cancer Center is committed to improving the health of our community and has developed a program called Eight Ways to Prevent Cancer. By making these eight simple lifestyle changes, you can help reduce your risk of getting cancer, maintain a healthy weight, exercise regularly, eat a healthy diet, don't smoke, drink alcohol in moderation, protect yourself from the sun and STDs, and get regular screening tests. Take control of your health. Visit the Seidman Cancer Center exhibit for more information. Seidman Cancer Center, national leaders in cancer. Here at Kimsell Federal Credit Union, we offer a free mobile banking app, no ATM fees, free online banking, and free bill pay, all for your convenience. Visit us online at www.kimsell.org. That's www.chemcel.org. Visit our local branch at 1901 South Highway 77 in Kingsville, Texas, or call us at 361-592-7767. Kimsell Federal Credit Union, we're here for you. Member NCUA. Discover Romanian business opportunities. Our TV show offers free information about domestic entrepreneurial environment, interviews, and more. Don't miss it. Do you enjoy listening to Ace Network? Do you want to know more about Ace Network? Then join our Facebook group called Ace Network Fan Group. In this group, you can post your thoughts on today's show. You can post your thoughts on anything aquarium-related, cooking-related, sports, WWE-related, anything PG-13. So the next time you're on Facebook, search for the Ace Network Fan Group. Click Join. You can also friend Alex Cardinelli on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at AlexCardinelli1. And don't forget, our show page is blogtalk.com forward slash Alex Card Network. And please enjoy our shows.
Sometimes I wonder if it will ever end. You get so mad at me when I go out with my friends. Sometimes you're crazy. Sunday, so Sunday Night Live for the first time, and we had a blast today. I'd like to say thank you to Bubba from his uh, backyard, wherever he's from, for listening to the show and providing some comedy in the live chat room. So a good shout-out to Bubba from the Backwoods for listening to today's show. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. And a thank you to all of our live listeners who listen to the show. And a big thank you to all of our archive listeners who listen to the show today as well. And a big thank you to Andy or Andrew from the Dakota Network for tuning into today's show and being a wonderful guest, our very first live guest here on Saturday Night Main Event. And, uh, this week I've got a rather interesting week because personally, on a personal level, I've got a lot going on this week. As I hinted to earlier in the show, I will be moving a 125-gallon tank into my fish room because, as you guys know, I'm a big fish keeper. So I have that going on. Plus, I will be uh, unboxing some new Fantasy Bacostomus that will be coming in sometime. I just paid for that order today. So they'll be they'll be here sometime, probably Thursday. Uh, I'll be having my fancy Pecostomus uh, coming in, and I'll be doing a show on Wednesday on fancy Pecostomuses. I'll tell you guys where I ordered them, what I ordered, and stuff on Wednesday. And then, believe it or not, I have uh, some legal issues that I need to take care of this week. Nothing nothing major. I just need to go see jury duty, and you know you guys know how that is. It's boring as hell. And i got some other things going on. So I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to broadcast every day this week, but I do know that I'll be broadcasting at least five times this week coming up. Tomorrow I have a show at 5 p.m. Eastern, the Aquatic Wetline, and I'm going to be scheduling that right after the show. Tomorrow I have a show with J.C. Fishman um, from YouTube. He's a, a, a fish keeper, and he's very, very uh, familiar with the hobby. He likes the hobby, and we're going to have some fun with J.C. Fishman tomorrow. We're definitely going to have a show on Tuesday because um, I don't have any idea what we're going to talk about Tuesday, but I don't have anything to do on Tuesday, so there will be a show on Tuesday. There probably will be a show on Wednesday unless my tank comes in that day. Uh, Thursday, there might be a show, 
Friday, there definitely will be a show. Uh, Chef George Norell will be making his return. I was sick this Friday, so I had to reschedule until next Friday. But this Friday, we're going to talk about spring foods with ACS certified chef George Norell. And Saturday, we're going to return to Saturday night main event here on the Yates Network. This Sunday night one was just a one-time deal because I was sick yesterday. So... With that being said, I want to thank you all for uh, listening to this wonderful show, and I I hope you guys had a great time. Now, Jeff, you have anything you'd like to plug before we end today's show? Uh, just my YouTube channel at Slashmaster1989 on YouTube, and my Twitter is at MadeInOregon1. And I would like to give a thank you to Andy from Dakota Discus to give me all that great information that he did and be sure to go check out his show and his YouTube channel. Awesome. And once again, Jeff, I'd like to thank you for being such a phenomenal co-host to end this awesome week. You did a great job, man. Oh, thank you. It was fun. You're I enjoyed welcome. The comic I, and, I enjoyed the comic in the lobby. Yeah, me too. That was kind of funny, even though some of his comments weren't uh, weren't, weren't professional, but I enjoyed it. Bubba from Backwoods. <laughs> that was funny. Well, uh, thank you guys for tuning into this uh, phenomenal show. We'll see you next Saturday for our next Saturday night main event, where you never know who is going to get pranked and who is going to be our guest and who the idiot of the week will be. So once again, thank you guys for tuning into the show. Have a great night, and we'll see you next time here on the Ace Network. He's Big Man Jeff, and I'm Alice Cardinelli. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. This episode of the Ace Network was brought to you by Cheesecakes by Design, who wants to remind all of our wonderful listeners that they have the perfect cheesecake for whatever occasion you may be celebrating. High school graduations are coming up. So if you need a cheesecake for your graduation, why not select a cheesecake from CheesecakesByDesign.com. Remember, they ship fresh cheesecakes right to your door. So check them out. Good night, everyone. Have a great night, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to The Alex Cardinelli Show here on Ace Network. Alex hopes you enjoyed the show. Please check us out every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern for our weekly talk show that will cover anything and everything. Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Chef George Morello Hour. Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern for our fun Saturday Night Live. And every other Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern for Cooking with Al Cardinelli where you'll get tasty and delicious recipes. Share today's show on your Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus account by copying and pasting our show URL to your account so that your friends can listen to our awesome talk show. Have a great night. Alex Perinelli's show on Ace is now off the air. And show.
podcast belongs to the Ace Network, Alex Cardelli Entertainment Network. It may not be reused, redistributed without permission from Alex Cardinelli himself. This podcast was recorded live from the Springfield, Massachusetts studio and Ace Network.